Hello and welcome to another episode of TC's Devils. It is me, your boy, the manic guy himself, James Old Brassfield, here to bring you the motherfucking intro that you know and love to the program that you can't get enough of. If it's Wednesday, it's TC's Devils, and that's why we're here. Uh, of course, well, not of course. You, like last week, Wilson was unavailable, so. We went ahead and went on without him. Um, I, it pains me to do so, but man, we had a, a young a young cat on. We had to make sure that you know she wasn't too intimidated by all those heavy hitters in one room. So t- today on the episode we have Katie Moynihan, new comedian. She's been telling jokes less than four months. We find out, uh, but I, I was very interested because she has a very specific style. She has a very specific. Uh, uh, a way about her whole kind of thing, so I wanted to have her on and talk to her being a young burgeoning comic. We have a lot of like old heads, we have some medium, medium tendered people, ten, tendered, medium tenured people on. I wanted to have someone who hasn't been doing it too long and talk to them and see what makes them go. Um, it was a really good talk. We talked not for too long, but it was a fun time, man. Katie has a lot to say. She's from. Uh, New York, and we talk a little bit about everything. Of course, as we are prone to do on the program, teach these devils, which is why you're here. Um, before we go into the episode, though, just want to spout some rhetoric about, you know, the government opened back up recently. Gotta stay current, because this episode was recorded a couple weeks ago. Figured it'd be nice to touch on some, you know, stuff that's going on right now. Government's back open. Everyone that uh, has a sick government job with way too much overtime and way too good of uh, benefits is fucking back to work for two months, and then we'll probably build a wall to keep them out of work until we build the wall. Ironically enough, fucking dumb bullshit. Makes me upset in my heart. It's another story for another day. But that's really kind of the main thing that's bogging down America right now is the fucking was the shutdown since it's over for eight weeks. I'm going to hurry up and do my fucking taxes. I know that. Because if I don't get my tax check, Papa's going <laughs> to... I don't know what I'll do. Honestly. I could lose it. Lose my fucking mind. Lose my heart. But that's not what I want to do. All I want to do is have some fun. And I got a feeling I'm not the only one. You know what I mean? All I want to do have some fun. Until the sun comes up over Santa Monica Boulevard. Squid up, squid up a do. You know what I'm saying? You get me. Anyway, coys, I want to thank you again for listening before we go into the episode. Um, This is the third season of Teach These Devils. Technically, Teach These Devils has been on for three years. I can't believe no one else has started any podcasts. Oh wait, they did and they all are trash. Only listen to this. You already know that. Listen to it twice. Listen to it three times. Listen to it on your tablet. Then listen to it on your phone. Then listen to it in your car. Then make your mom fucking give you her phone when she asks you how to take pictures. And subscribe to it. And like it. Five star this motherfucker. I'm so mad at you. How come you have... Like, honestly? How come you guys haven't made me fucking wealthy yet? I'm doing a lot of fucking touching of boxes. Not the kind I like. You know what I'm saying? It's making me fucking very tight. That's another story for another day. God damn it. Please pay the five dollars for the Patreon. We don't have that. It's fine. You know, don't even worry about it. I'll be fine. I'll be fine without your money. But I'd be better with it. So give it to us soon. 
We got all kinds of stuff in the works, of course. That's it. That's all you get for right now. I'll talk to you in a little bit after the episode. Uh, if it's Wednesday, it's TC Devils. Here we go without further ado. Uh, the lovely Miss Katie Monahan. Hello and welcome to another episode of Teach These Devils. That's right. Teach These Devils. It's fucking back. Season 3. Bangers. Back to back to back bangers. These episodes are being brought to you by not only Pressure Life, but by me and Wilson together. Me and Wilson collaborate and talk about these, although he is not here today. Myself and my fucking dear guest, we're going to go in so deep about things that you can only imagine and that we definitely haven't thought of because this is Teach These Devils. That's right. You know what you get. (laughs) It's me, the man at God, James O'Brien, and sitting beside me, and the stead of Wilson Rivera is Katie Moynihan. Oh, yeah. I'm here. Hey. Hi. <laughs> how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing really well. Um, tell us a little bit about... It's a, it's a Saturday. No, it's a Sunday. No, it's not. It's Sunday. Oh, God. <laughs> you're doing better than me already. Yeah. Well, Katie, you're a local comedian. Is that is that safe to say? Um, Sure. You're new to the game. How long Very have you been, new. How long have you been joking? Um, Mid-October, I so, think, was my first time on. Wow. So you haven't even been doing it for four months. Correct. And I think it's safe to say, like, you have at least 20 minutes of jokes, right? Oh, yeah. I think so. Easy peasy. Easy, easy peasy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's just a lot of fun. Like, every time I do more and more time, it's, like, kind of, like... I don't know. Wow. Good job, Katie. Like, five minutes for me was, like, really hard in the beginning, and now I'm like, okay, five minutes, I got you. You know what I mean? Do you feel like uh, when you write jokes, do you write jokes to just write a quick five minutes, or do you write something about something that happened to you? Um, I guess the writing part right now is just very, like, it comes to me, Mm -hmm. but I'm not, like, at a table... With a pen, like, I need to write something. Listening to Tupac or it's, anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Biggie. Are you a Tupac over Biggie? Uh, or? I don't think you have to choose. You don't? Yeah. You can just have everything. You can like both. I know a lot of people that like, like Donald both. Trump's president. Let's not draw lines. Okay. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> I just love those documentaries, though, about that. Tupac and Biggie? Yeah. yeah. It's a very interesting It's thing. very interesting. It's a weird part of uh, history of... Rap music, which is probably about only as old as both of us put together. Yeah. Which is pretty weird. That is weird to think about. And it's such an influential part of culture right now, which is brings me around to a thing we were just talking about before we started the right. episode. Um, millennialism. It's like it's not like a virus. Oh, yeah. It's like a it's a it's another section of humanity. It's like we're coming up on being in charge and they've changed the name of our yeah generation. generation. So how, how old are you, Katie? Why are there two separate? I'm 26. You're 26. Yeah. I'm 32 and there's a fucking, like, between when I was born in 1986 and what year were you born? Okay, 1992. 92. That's a very specific point in time. It's like right. I had coherent thoughts in 1992. Oh, I like knew Bill okay. Clinton was going to probably be president. Yeah. And like all this stuff, but I didn't know anything else. Like I was in like uh-huh. f- third or fourth grade probably. But it's one of those things where it's like, now they separate us by like elder millennials and okay. cusp millennials, which I are like 
millennials and like cusp millennials, which I think is people from like, I don't want to say 1979 because that seems inappropriate, but I th- want to say like maybe that might be what they consider. Like, Wait, so who's know? older though? People from 79 and. Okay, so the cusp. What did you call them? Cusp millennials. Cusp millennials. Yeah, like and older then millennials. Those are like older. Oh, okay. It's just so hard to keep track. At this I know, point. right? Like, let's just like, am I a millennial or no? I think so. Am right? I too young? You're too. You think you're right in the middle of and it. And then there's like a Gen X, right? Gen X. Do you remember nine eleven? Yeah. I think you might be a millennial. Okay. Just barely. It's yeah. I don't know. It's so interesting. What a difference six years makes it, in America. Yeah. It's like, is this the most stable country in the world? <laughs> we can't even decide what our fucking non-preteens are called anymore. No. <laughs> our, aging, our aging youths. Ugh. What a sad world. Sad, sad time. Aging youth. Yeah. They're, that's my favorite band. <laughs> um, Katie, you're here. Uh, you're in Cleveland. But okay, yes. You're not originally a Clevelander. No, I'm not. Where'd your millennial ass become I grew up a millennial woman? <laughs> in um, Rochester, New York. Rochester. Which is about like four to five hours east of here. Okay. Mm-hmm. And for all of Cleveland, explain what Rochester, New York is. Okay. Um, have you ever heard of a garbage plate? Yeah. Yeah. They are like from Rochester. So you, I think you can we invented- make one? I, yeah, I probably could. I mean, anyone could make one, right? Uh, what is a garbage plate? You just said you. I thought you knew what it was. Well, just for the listeners. Okay, for the listeners, you you get um this huge plate of food, but it's like mac and cheese. Like, what are the square potatoes called? Uh, potato. Oh, um, home fries. Home fries, yeah, and like hot dogs, and and you hot can get dogs. chicken fingers on it, and then you get like a ton of hot sauce on it. Whoa, whoa, and like. It's just like a lot of food, but it's called a garbage plate. Hot dogs? I've yeah. Hamburger, cheeseburger, that like all good. you but you put it all together and all it's like it? so good. How good is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it like New York good? Uh yeah, New York's pretty cool. No like oh. the garbage plate. I mean, Rochester's like we, that's where we came up with it, so I so, feel like it's the best there. And they so use if you hot ever dog? In Rochester, you got to get a garbage plate. And it's not that far from here, right? Uh, no, for like, f- well, probably like four and a half, five hours. Okay, so that's where you're out here on your own, kicking. It, yeah. Doing so your then, thing. yeah, I came out to Kent State. I went there. Okay. For college. So that's cool, Kent State. Shout out. Yeah. And what'd you study? Architecture. And while you were at Kent, did you start telling jokes then, or were you... No. You had no, no inklings towards it? I feel like I've always been, like, making people laugh. Like, since I was in eighth grade, like, I was always, like, making the class laugh. A and chuckler. They, yeah, but, like, the, the teachers obviously didn't like that. Of course And then not. my friends, of course, have always, like, laughed at me, whatever. But, yeah, I don't know. I never, like, thought of it, like, I guess, like, uh, I don't know. It seems like everyone up there... You when you do comedy, you almost have to have like your identity close to figured out. Like no one's up there like super confused. They know who they are, and they're like very focused on that. So mm-hmm. I think that has helped me growing up. And now I can be like, okay, now I have something to say, but also like I know who I am, so I can kind of say it in your own way. Say it, yeah, confidently or yeah, in my own way. That's cool. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's pretty fun. I feel like that's really neat. I feel like that's the essence of jokes for me. Like. Is being able to make yourself endeared towards other people. Like, you have to be that kind of person already. Right, to yeah. Be even a little bit good at it. And, like, you can see that in people where it's, like, 
uh, like people that are especially like doing real well, like Mary keeps coming up on the show. She's a great fan, a friend of the show, mm-hmm. and uh, she fucking is one of those people that you just like her naturally. Yeah. You just oh say, yeah. Oh, she's great. She's a good. She's a good person. Good egg. We call him in the business. <laughs> and I think you're one of those people too. And you actually write jokes. It's. I feel like you're also a student of comedy. Oh you feel yeah. Like that's safe to say. Yeah. Thank you. Um. Yeah. I like. I like the writing part. It's a lot of fun. And I'm. Yeah, I'm not like totally sh- like I haven't read all the books yet. I'm like, you don't need to read writing the books. a joke, but I'm you don't just need to like read the I don't know. It kind of like makes sense when I start writing how the words form. But I don't know. It's fun. Oh yeah, I mean, like I said, I feel like no one needs if you, you if you're reading a book. <laughs> I'm like, how to be a comedian? Yeah, you should be, you should be writing. <laughs> Maybe the you book. shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> you should be writing the goddamn book. Right. You should be rewriting the book based on what you've done. Yeah, that's my th- that's how I look at it. At least. Yeah. Maybe I'm just a crazy psychopath like the president. <laughs> but Katie yeah, Moynihan is still here. <laughs> now, everyone's going to ask. Okay. No relation to Bobby Moynihan. No. I are wish. You, that would help me. Are you probably. sure? I don't know. Maybe we should do like a DNA test. Don't I do that. I think Moynihan is like a pretty common name. <laughs> Moynihan. I heard Moynihan. of him. What about Bridget Moynihan? Um, no. Is what that about? is that Mo- Moynihan or Monahan? I don't know. Embarrass me on the show. Embarrass me on I don't my know. own show. It's fine. No, it's fine. We'll move past it. But they're they're different. Um. <laughs> Got them. But no, yeah, I don't think me. I have any famous people that I know of, like in my family. I'm related to uh, George Bush. George Bush. Yeah. The older or the younger? All of them, technically. Oh, yeah, because they're all related. They're all related. Yeah. Immediate blood relatives. Oh, cool. No, that's not true. <laughs> but Barack Obama is. Yeah. <laughs> which one but is that more believable? For sure. yeah. yeah, which one's more believable? <laughs> I think the Barack Obama one. Yeah, no, I think both of them are equally. Um... Unbelievable. <laughs> Google it. Barack Obama's related okay. to George Bush. <laughs> they're like third cousins. Yeah. Google it, listener. Katie Moynihan is here, <laughs> and we're just talking a little bit about comedy. Yeah, her. This is like the the early stages of your. Yeah, this joke is my career. first time ever doing a podcast ever. Ever. Yeah. So it's like if you like quit doing comedy, I'm gonna look like a fucking asshole. I know. <laughs> You're gonna be like, who's this chick? <laughs> Never heard this? of her. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but I think it's interesting to hear like everyone's story of comedy, and it's yeah, like, it is. I've had people on that don't do comedy, people on that have just started, people that have been doing it for a very long time, people yeah. that have, like. So I just want to get all angles. I'm just a reporter. Yeah. (laughs) And that's all I want to do is just share with the listener the insight of these comedic minds. Mm -hmm. Like people that are brave enough to go up on stage when your fucking fool ass will just sit there and giggle or not. Right. And giggle or not is what we're all working on. Okay. And I feel like your story is part of that. So I need to know. Yeah. What... (laughs) comedians did you grow up listening to who do you think is oh, funny oh um that's a great question so i i don't know if i've ever really i'm trying to think i think it was more like when i was younger at least the funny tv shows okay and then i can't even remember like the first time i like discovered stand up um but i i've always been a fan like more recently i guess like amy schumer's funny but her show to me was like really funny. <laughs> well, uh, great show. Yeah, like the um, Inside Amy Schumer show. Yeah. So, um, who else? I don't know. Like, I like Tina Fey. Like, I like the big people that, like, I don't yeah. really, like, I'm starting now that I'm starting to look into comedy, like, following more comedians that aren't 
like super well known. Okay. So it's interesting, but yeah, I don't know. I don't have like any like top comedians. Comedians, yeah. So you started telling jokes as like a means of like almost an homage to comedy writing. Yeah. It was yeah, it was more like when I started writing, whatever it was, it was kind of like therapeutic and then stuff I would write would start being funny. Then I would stop, start saying it like out loud and that kind of like started the idea of like, oh, maybe this could be a joke that mm-hmm. I could tell. But I don't know. I never like, I never really, I guess, thought that I would actually do, do it and then like keep doing it. Like huh. I've only obviously been doing it for like two seconds. But yeah. like I went up there. I was like, oh, this is like a cool bucket list thing. Like I probably won't do it again. <laughs> then I went back to like LVT like every week for like a month. <laughs> so. That's crazy. <laughs> So you, it's safe to say you've got the bug. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But like, and you're going, you just won a contest. Yeah, that was really fun. It was um, the East Side Comedy at Toth's Place. Toth's Place? Yeah, Totes. Toth's. Toth's. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, it's I don't Ohio. pronounce stuff right. Yeah. Ohio there. I used to say Akron when I first, like, or Akron when I first moved here. Akron. Instead of Akron. Yeah. Akron. I don't know. Akron. Akron. That's pretty good. How do you say um, washing? Washing? Wash. Wash? Washing up. I got to do some washing up. Oh, who's that? Is that New I York? Think, I feel like that's Pennsylvania. Oh, oh, oh yeah, like the Mennonites. Yeah. Yeah. Wash? <laughs> so, yeah. Isn't Rochester kind of rural? Um, It's like a suburb. Or it's a city. Well, but I grew up a in suburb. the suburb. Yeah. Oh. It's actually a city, though. There's like a downtown Rochester. It's just a small city. Yeah, it's not How as small? big as Cleveland. It's not. No. It's like Toledo to the east. Yeah, I guess. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Kodak, do you know, have you heard of Kodak? Absolutely. So that was invented there. George Eastman. The Kodak house. camera? Yeah. George Eastman, the photographer? Yeah, his house is there. That's cool. Yeah. So there's some so pretty cool pictures stuff. in Rochester. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I don't know a whole lot about, like, surrounding Urs. Yeah, I don't really either. But all I want to do is have some fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Until the sun comes up over Santa Monica totally. Boulevard. Absolutely. Ba-doo-doo, ba-doo-doo, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, what's next for you? Like, you've told jokes. You're winning contests. Well, I got second place. I didn't technically win it. You didn't win. No, I got second. What are you doing here? <laughs> Get your shit. No, I'm just kidding. That's it still was good. Really fun. Who won? Um, Barry. Oh shoot, I'm gonna forget his last Barry name. Barry who? Barry Perino. Yeah. Barry Perino. <laughs> who, what the? Barry. <laughs> Did we uh, what, smoke weed before this or no? No. Uh, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> Never. Maybe we did. I don't recall. Um, no, we didn't. Um, yeah, so that was fun. And then last night I did some uh, a set at play in um, Mayfield Heights. What is that? I've never even heard of that. It's like so I, th- they have like a little comedy area or like a little conference area and like a stage. It's really cool, but the downstairs is like a restaurant and like arcade. What? Yeah. It's That's fun. really cool. In yeah. Mayfield. Yeah. They have a show there? Yeah. Who runs every, it? every Saturday, Jeff Davis. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so definitely check that out. Just running these secret shows. <laughs> it just started. I think last night was the first time it ever happened. Yeah. But you're like going around doing it, so you really do. Yeah, like I'll totally like, I mean, I kind of got a text yesterday like, hey, you want to do like a guest spot? I was like, yeah. So I'm not afraid to like say, I mean, I'll say no if I really can't do it, but I'll say yes like last minute. <laughs> like, going why not? On. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just hanging out. Yeah. Um. That's cool. Man, what made you move to Cleveland? Why didn't you just move to New I York know. City? Why didn't I? Um, New York City is very expensive. It is. Yeah. I didn't, I don't know. I didn't really know where I wanted to go, but I knew I didn't want to go back to Rochester. Okay. <laughs> and then my parents live in, they don't even live in Rochester anymore. My mom lives in Maryland and my dad lives near like upstate New York, but okay. more in like the Finger Lakes. Finger Lakes. Yeah. Crazy. And then my brother lives in Texas. So like we all kind of spread out. So I was like, huh, where should I go? I don't know why I chose Cleveland. I think because it's affordable. And I, and I like it. I don't know. I think it's a great city. You There's do. so much to do. There's stuff to do, and that's like the common, the Cleveland joke is like, there's nothing going on. Right. It's like, but there's something happening every night, and I yeah. used to be one of those people that was like, there's nothing going on. <laughs> and then I found out there was shit going on. Yeah. You grew up like around here, right? Yeah, I grew up not too far from here, probably like half an hour oh, from okay. here, and uh, a town called Elyria, shout out to oh, Elyria, yeah. home of Heman Ely. What's Home that? of the first uh, Masonic Temple, West of Allegheny Mountains, and also the first high school. Ooh. Suck my dick. <laughs> We're American. <laughs> no, it's like a shitty town that uh, is failing. I think there's like a heroin problem in Lorraine County. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick, baby. <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of. They're killing us. <laughs> yeah, stop doing heroin, everyone. I know. It's sad. So sad. Me, yeah. uh, past guest of the show, Kevin Blue was just on. We were just right. talking about that. Stop doing heroin, everyone, you fucking psychopaths. No. Do you want to die? Why do you want to die so bad? Right. Be better. Yeah. You know, everyone. 2019, New Year. New Year, New Year, as they always you. say. Yeah. What do you have any resolutions? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think this is always my resolution, and it's so like generic for like most people but it's like lose weight You're <laughs> like lose weight. no like no number no specific like end goal just like lose I'm weight, gonna lose a little weight this <laughs> i'm just gonna you know lose i want to be lighter this time next year <laughs> yeah um and then i have like architecture exams i have to take yeah so your and your day job is pretty interesting yeah and then i have to like go to my job you're um, an architect right <laughs> what you're an architect um i'm technically not a licensed architect wow i know i'm i'm working like right now for the architects i'm more of like a drafting designing not CAD. licensed yeah so I have to take six exams in order to get my architecture license. You're doing mad And I cats. already have like a master's in architecture. That was a requirement. And now I have to take all these exams and it's just like, ugh, do I even oh. want to do this? <laughs> I mean, like if you build the building wrong, though, it like falls then down. I, yeah, you can get in trouble. Huge trouble. Yeah. I'm trying to do something really cool. <laughs> yeah. You can go to jail for fucking up building a building. Um, do you, can you go to jail for that? <laughs> You kill people probably. Oh yeah. It's like oh shit. The I mean, atrium. You can definitely lose your life. <laughs> the fucking atrium wasn't sturdy enough. Yeah. I knew we needed more sturdability right. in there, Jeff. Oh my gosh, that would yeah. That as scary. an architect, is sturdability a word? Um, I don't think so. 
Shit. It's sustainability <laughs> is a word. Sturdability Sustain- is real. Sturdability. <laughs> Shout out to the sponsor, Webster's Dictionary, mm-hmm. providing sturdability <laughs> and word accountability for all mankind. Shout out to the sponsor, Goya. If she eats Goya, she'll Goya. Shout out to the sponsors, Gourmand's Deli. Get there on a weekday between 2 o'clock in the morning and 2 o'clock in the afternoon. That sounds great. You're going to want to be early because the soup will sell out. No salt needed. Shout out, Greg. Shout out, Andrea. Uh, Also... Brought to you by Ferris Deli, the one that's the not that is the steakhouse. You decide. Don't go to my restaurant. It's a secret gem. Bring back the Shistawak. Also, I'd like to shout out to our final sponsor, Lush Cosmetics, keeping me soft and smelling eerily of women. Thank you so much <laughs> uh, to you, also the Koi's. We're gonna be right back with Katie Moynihan. We're gonna talk more. Yeah, and uh, we're just gonna get a cool glass of water and have a uh, you know. A good conversation in the break, just like you're so used to. Oh, wait, you never get to hear them. Fuck you guys. Sorry. Right back. <laughs> you told them. Hey, everyone. We're back. It's me, James O'Brasfield, on another episode, still the same one that you were listening to just a second ago, though, of Teach These Devils here with Katie Moynihan. And in the break, just as promised, we talked about some pretty weird shit. <laughs> yeah. You guys missed it. Oh, that sucks. Um, we missed that. I know. Just to, re- mm-hmm. just to recant, though, maybe we should just give them a little insider glimpse because I really like where this was headed. Oh, yeah. Like a little sneak peek. Yeah. Like she says, uh, Katie <laughs> says, what if there was a technological apocalypse? I think the next yeah. like, big terrorist attack is going to be a technological apocalypse. Right. And I rubbed my hands together and said, I want it. <laughs> That's literally what happened because I would love for the power to go out. That would be so crazy. It would be the most terrifying and the most manageable. Yeah. Well, how is it manageable? Just get some fires going. Boom. Oh, okay. Yeah. You get some steam heat. You get hot water. You can have hot water in no time. Yeah. And that's really the only thing you need electricity the for. The winter, though, would suck if it went if it happened in the winter. No power? Yeah. No, it'd be even easier. You can make. How do you make a fire in the snow? You get a barrel. <laughs> what? There's still good dry wood up there. Oh, okay. Snow doesn't like you know. Yeah. Seep in. <laughs> Except in the morning. But you get dry that. You got to get a little fire going. You're drying out wood in no time. Oh, okay. But man, I'm telling you, if the power went out, what's the first thing you would do? Um, call my mom. <laughs> you can't call your mom. Why? The power's out. There's no phones. Um. <laughs> I don't know. That would be crazy. Like, like you, yeah, what do you, like, literally, what do you do? The power's out everywhere, and you find I, out, Maybe like, I would, like, take a nap and then figure it out after mm-hmm. that. Maybe I should start <laughs> driving. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where would you drive to, though? I don't know. I mean, I was saying you. Wouldn't you, you would try, it sounds like you were going to go try and find your mom. Oh, yeah. I would probably drive, but that's weird if you can't communicate with them, because, like, you don't want to drive all that way, and then they're not, they're not there. Even there. Yeah. Well, they're on their way to you, and you and pass them. And then you just spend your whole life trying to find them. <laughs> oh, leave that a would note. Be sad, so yeah. you leave a note, right? And they're trying to find you, <coughs> and and then it's just like leave a note headed back to blah blah blah. Yeah. Should be home soon. I love you. Bye. Click. <laughs> right click after everything because the power's out. You never get to talk on the phone again. So everyone has a little bit of mental disability where they just go click. 
so oh, it makes wow. them feel like they're on the phone. No, that's too I deep, think too the technological apocalypse would be something about like our phones taking over. How? Like they would become like, um, like because we're so attached to our phone, we're so like glued to our phones. It would like somehow. I don't know. Maybe there's like something in our brain that it like turns on, but we're like controlled by our phones. Ooh, that would be crazy. It snaps our will. <laughs> yeah, it turns us into fucking electric puppets. Right, and then the phones start having like wars and everything. Phone war. Yeah. Verizon and people are controlled. The fucking death. Oh my gosh! In that our would bodies. Be crazy. That'd be cool. I think Verizon is uh, a shell corporation for. What's that one shit? Skynet. Oh, what's that? That's from Terminator. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this, is machine, this is the machine that takes over the world. Oh. <laughs> You've never seen Terminator? No. See, this is why we're different kinds of movies. I know. I saw this Terminator is, yeah. in theaters. Really? Yeah, it's one of my earlier memories. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't see it in theaters or out of the theater either. You have never seen Terminator? No. I know that like Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it. What did you just say? Isn't he or no? What did you just say? <laughs> Is he not? Schwartz a what? Schwarzenegger? What? <laughs> Am I saying it wrong? <laughs> I think that Arnold said it wrong. I keep sliding. I'm so, I'm so sorry. But I fucking no. Did you know that? Oops. Nice. Caught it. Did you know that? <laughs> did you know that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in in German Schwarze means like a black person? Really? And I didn't know that. Nager obviously <laughs> means blackie n words. <laughs> Arnold blackie n word is his real name. That's not a good name to have. Mean is what it is. Mean spirited. Yeah. Okay. And I don't like it, frankly. If you could beat up one celebrity, who would it be? Beat up on a celebrity? Yeah, just beat Oh, it up. would be one... Well, it wouldn't be a, a real celebrity. It would be one of those stupid, like, teenagers that, like, wait... Like, like that cash it outside girl. Cash me like, out... Wait, 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 wait. What? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I can't condone any back talk about bad baby. Okay, those people that are, like, have, like, millions of followers on Instagram for doing nothing, and they're just... Out there making like these weird videos of them all talking weird. I, I, I just don't like them. They're you don't so... like Bad Baby? Who is that? Is that the Cash Me Outside girl? Yeah, that's her rap name. Oh, oh God. She you was on like Dr. Her? Phil. You know, she was. And Dr. Phil's, she's Dr. Phil's biggest mistake. <laughs> like, she, he is, she's proof that Dr. Phil is not only a shitbag. He grifter, doesn't work. His but not theory, a real doctor. Yeah. No, he's not a real doctor. Obviously, his practices don't work. Nope. Because this, he, look at what, the monster he's made. Look at it. It's, Look it's, at it in the, in the face. <laughs> it's too much. I mean, like, good for them like, if they're, like, successful being hacks on the internet. Soulless. I just think, I think they're just so annoying. Find it. That's like, if you have no problem selling out your whole ass soul and just being bad baby, <laughs> you will get a billion dollars. Too bad that her oh song slapped, though, God. huh? Was it a good song? Her shit slaps. I think that that's good, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Danielle Bergoli. Oh, yeah. Also known as Bahad Baby. Um, <laughs> she has a song with just about everyone Tori Lanes, wow. Ty Dolla Sign, Little Yachty, YG, 
Little Baby. She has a song with a little baby. This is baby. crazy. Her management must have a lot of money. I mean, I think it's just her people. mom. One of her best songs is uh, uh, Not These Hoes, which is inappropriate for a 15-year-old girl to be singing at the top of her lungs about. Yeah. But I think it's um, High Bitch, mm. which is quite nice. a hit. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar. I'm not. <laughs> oh, you're not? Let's just take a quick. I want to listen to this. Let's we'll take a quick. Wait, listen. she has a whole album. She has a couple albums, I believe. Oh, how? More than a mixtape. Oh my god. What am I watching? This is Bad Baby performing live. Hi, bitch. She Hi, has... bitch. Are her boobs real? I think so. She's 15, I don't... so... She, has... she does not look 15. She's got to grow into them. She's... <laughs> She's not even rapping. She's, like, talking to a microphone. And they all know the words. Wow. Would you look at that? This is proof Dr. Phil is not a real doctor. Dr. Phil is not real. <laughs> he is a scam artist. Listen to him scream. They love her. Oh, yeah. They love her. But that scares wow. me, too, because she's influencing all those people in the audience. <laughs> she really is. And they're, <laughs> they're going to be able to vote one day. There's little girls out there that think that that's a, uh, just a real crazy. job. Yeah. What a sad world we live They're in. They're crazy. Yeah, then they go yeah, then all these young girls are like on Instagram like posting God knows what because they saw their you know right? idol post it. It's like oh, what a what a shame. Sad. <laughs> Which brings us to our next and final question here on THC Stellas Katie. Okay. Of all of our guests, me and Wilson generally ask this one question in unison. Okay. And it starts out a little bit like this. If you joke you broke. I've heard this. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's the idea that behind every creative person, even someone who's very new like you, a burgeoning talent, if you right. will, but a kindred spirit of the mind. Mm-hmm. If you joke, you broke. What happened? Who hurt you? Show us on the doll where you were touched. <laughs> There's no doll. Um, feel that to the listener. <laughs> Sorry. You can cut that out. Um, <laughs> I. Oh, who touched? Oh, who touched me or who hurt me? I don't think I've ever been touched. <laughs> okay, good. That's very good. Um, but what hurt you? What broke your mind and made you think that it was huh. okay to tell jokes and love right. love sitcoms? You can't be like mentally stable to be a comedian. You can't. You got to have some yeah. darkness. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think probably my parents' divorce was like major. Which, it really hurt you. Yeah, it did. And, and like that happened a long time ago, but I'm... It's just like it's something that if it, if it's not, it makes a mark, I guess I yeah. could say. But it, yeah. It digs a hole in your soul. Right. You want everyone to like get along and when they don't, it's like, oh. What did I do? That stinks. Yeah. Mm. So I think that definitely, um, but both of my parents, I'm like lucky to have 
both my parents and they're awesome, but they, they definitely um, inspire a lot of my jokes because they're just lunatics. <laughs> and you're an only child? No? No, I have a younger brother. Just a younger brother? Yeah. You and your younger brother, your mom and dad separated. Mm-hmm. And as the older sibling, I'm sure that probably didn't help you feel good, mm-hmm. but... I don't know. I always end up bringing it back to this point recently. It's like, you're not your parents, and you seem like a very happy right. person. Well, and I don't know if I'll ever get married. Uh-oh. I think that will... It's a bad idea, you think. If I Oh, I was like, do you think it's a bad idea to I, not I get know. married? I, th- I believe in getting married. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny that like all my friends in serious relationships, like that's where they're headed. And I just like have no desire for that. I remember but, when I was 26 and everyone got married and now they all have babies. And right. I'm just glad that they've evolved into coming into each other. <laughs> like I'm glad they're growing yeah. and changing. But like right. at the same time, it's like I get to have a podcast. You're changing nappies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like I I would totally take like the fun, pretty party and like yeah. the diamond ring. Like, sure. But do I want to spend my life with someone forever? Forever? What? Ever? That's crazy. Forever? Ever? But I'll take the jewelry. You will, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that seems like an ongoing that, statement. Yeah. I feel like that's not a good reason to get married. <laughs> it's not. Well, at least you're honest with yourself. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think it was like good going through that. And then now I know too, like when you see how bad your parents' relationship is or how they didn't do what they were supposed to do as a married couple, like my mom and dad were, I I think they were great parents, but they were bad at being like a someone's significant other teammate or always rooting that person on. Um, And um, shoot, where was I going with this? Oh, it makes you better, and then you learn from their mistakes is the moral of the story. So, yeah, I don't know. It it makes you more conscious. Now, when I go into a romantic relationship, because I want to make sure um, I'm, like, being myself and and everything, but also, like, you want to be a good person Person for them. I don't know. Yeah, you want to, like, mesh well together. I think two... It's like two halves make a whole. I don't think that's true. In a relationship, I think two holes make um, a whole or no. Wait. <laughs> a whole <laughs> person you with can't, a whole. I mean, we're not on teaching levels. We don't discourage two holes being in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. However, I think what you were trying yeah. to say is that. Uh, if you don't, if you go into a relationship as not a whole person, right? You don't want to try to like help someone who's broken. Oh, that's like my main thing. Oh, I love it's doing so that. hard. Yeah, I love that. it's such like you. So if like I can that. fix you, then fixing me is just around the corner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, this is a fun little project. And it's like, no, <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> You're a mean person, Katie Moynihan. So, yeah, I think everyone should work on themselves first. That's fair. When When is the work done on yourself, since you know so I don't much? Know. Yeah, since I'm obviously very knowledgeable. Um, I Where does... Yeah, I don't think you ever stop working on yourself, mm-hmm. but I, like, I guess you get to a point where... I don't know. You, you feel, feel safe. Yeah, I've always like asked. I've always asked like older people like life questions, and and I think one. I think it was my stepmom or someone was like, um, you don't ever like stop improving, but you get to like a part on the hill where you're just like, okay, like you feel I'm done confident. Yeah, yeah. Forward. You don't. Yeah. 
but you're never done. Yeah. Fuck that. But <laughs> <laughs> I like the weekend. I like working towards a goal, mm-hmm. not working forever. I no, I get it. That's and that's probably the best way to look at anything like that, especially matters of the heart. Right. You know, it's never over until you know they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Are you home? <laughs> I'm outside. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Uncle Nasty. But fingers. no, if you're in a loving, lasting relationship, good for you. That yeah. sounds great. And also, fuck you. <laughs> Piece of shit. I'm sure it's wonderful. Shove your joy up your fucking ass from Katie Moynihan and I. You lovely fucks. Kiss your fucking baby goodnight, you fucking loser. I mean, kids are like so cute. But Fuck them. They're your whole life. They're a whole they're life. They're the whole... They're the center of everything if you have kids. I mean, are they? Because I don't really fucking... I can, my mom would totally take care of my kid. Really? Like, that would be nice. Yeah. Take this thing. Here you go. <laughs> take this fucking creature. Yeah. Won't stop crying. Um, His name is Maximus. Oh. No, it's not. It's James Wilson. <laughs> the third or a the hero, second? Wait, hero, are you the second? Or are you? I'm a junior. He would be the third. I he guess. would be the third. Yeah. J. You got to keep that name going. J. E. B. Three. Oh man, the Jeb threes. As soon as my Nike contract hits, dude, that's the first year I'm releasing. That is would be, be the Jeb six. Amazing. Then the Jeb three. Yeah. And then the Jeb one and two. Oh yeah. Because, and then also four and five. <laughs> One, two, four, five, Jeb three, Jeb six. <laughs> because the Jeb threes will be the best ones of them all. Mm-hmm. They're the ones with the glow in the dark bottom. Enough about my <laughs> sick Nikes. I would get a puppy, though. Puppy single. <laughs> a Nike puppy? Yeah. He's, I would get a puppy and put Nikes on it. I would get a genetically engineered puppy that, whose hooves were Nike prints. <laughs> what? That would be <laughs> yeah. crazy. That's the next level of designer animal. Oh, wow. You get fucking designer branded dog yeah. hooves. Wow. Is it hooves? They don't have... Paws. They have paws, yeah. Hooves? Oh, so their paw print would be like something A Nike. Cool. Nike yeah. swoosh. I don't know how that would work. It's not my problem. It's science's issue. I really do want a puppy. That would be fun. You want a pup? But you have to like take it out a lot. Too. You don't do that. You There's seem like you do a lot of good drinking. Yeah, I feel like I don't really like anything that's a commitment really oh. long term. Baby, <laughs> Baby, boyfriend, dog. Don't, yeah. Mm. The only thing that not I like really. is something I can finish in one setting, like a bottle of wine. Yeah. I'm Katie Moynihan. Hello. Hello. I'm Katie Moynihan. Wow, my hair. Here for Kentucky Bourbon House wine. <laughs> I just want. I love the idea of you doing like a fucking, <laughs> fucking Orson Welles, fucking Sutter Home wine commercial. <laughs> Katie Moynihan here for Sutter Home wine. Oh, that would be funny. You should shoot that. Okay, I will. That sounds fun. That's something. That's a great project yeah. for you. Yeah. A young, a young burgeoning Joker on the cusp. Right. So fun. Thanks so much for coming by. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Before we go, is there anything you have coming up you want to tell the guests about um, the, the fucking listeners? I don't know. I guess you guys can find me on the social medias at the open mics, and. Yeah, I'm just doing shows here and there, so Hell yeah. I'll post on Facebook. But you post on the book. Katie mm-hmm. Moynihan's here. She's uh, <laughs> on her way up to the motherfucking tip top oh, of the middle. 
That'd be cool. Get out here and kill it. <laughs> Keep writing. And thanks again for coming on. Thanks. And thank you, listener, for listening to another episode of Teach These Devils. That's right. A little shorty for you with a young girl who's not very tall in stature, Katie Moynihan. We'll be right back next week with more Teach These Devils. Of course, if it's Wednesday, it's Teach These Devils. Brought to you by Pressure Life. Thank you so much. Have a good evening. Do wa do wa diddy. Garbage plates. Fucking thank God she wasn't harmed. You know, all that stuff. I hope you had fun here on Teach These Devils because I know that I sure did. Uh, thanks again, once again, for listening. Thank you again to all our sponsors. Thank you to Pressure Life. Thank you to, uh, you know, the air that we breathe. It's probably the only thing we all have in common. We're breathing that same old stinking ass air. You know what I mean? Oh, man. When, Lord? When's going to be my time to shine? When will NBC pick up my hit series, Brassfeld, and let me get that shmoney? Yeah. Everyone says no one watches TV anymore, but goddammit, they're going to tune in on Wednesday nights from fucking 8 to 8.30 when Brassfeld hits that motherfucking tube. I bet money on that, NBC. Bet money on that, fucking Les Moon Vest with your fucking handsy motherfucking ass. Fuck you. How about that? Bet you, bet you thought I forgot. But your wife didn't forget. Julie Chen. Why am I talking about Les Moon Vest? <laughs> That just, I mean, honestly, that's not why we're here. I'm here to thank you again like I already did, but Jesus Christ, next week on Teach These Devils, we're bringing up nothing but hits again. This next week, Wilson won't be there either because we had basically his cousin in. He kind of explains it. Whenever I asked Wilson about it, he says that it's like, oh, it's just easier to say that he's my cousin. Apparently, he's not his cousin, but technically through some form of Puerto Rican magic. Uh, they are technically related in some way. Maybe they're... I don't know. I think... The guest is Brian Sternick. Uh, that's... I've left that out. Brian Sternick is on next week. But him and Wilson apparently are related in some way. Where his mom and his aunt are best friends. And maybe they did some sort of Puerto Rican blood pact. I don't know. You know Puerto Rican women are knifey. Anyway. That's... That's what we got next week. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Again, thank you to all our sponsors. Thank you to Pressure Life. And be on the lookout for more Hot Heat next Wednesday. In between time, please feel free to check out the Twitter, at These Devils on Twitter, uh, at Narzapan, at Gerald Brass on Instagram and Twitter. And we love you, Koi's. And if you're a first-time listener... Fucking, I tell them all the time, listen listen to it twice. Listen to it three times. That's what you need to do. Because if I don't start getting your money soon, I'm going to get too manic to listen to. Do you remember the summer? You don't want that. You don't want that jet back. I'll talk to you later. We'll see you next week, in fact. <laughs>